Good afternoon. Hello. Hello, podcast world, YouTube world, the world. <laughs> another day, another BFS podcast. This is Breaking Free Speech, the official podcast of Breaking Free Skate Park, the largest indoor skate park in Rochester, New York, and New York State. And a much larger area than that, too, because there's just not a lot of skate parks. Boom, this is probably, I can't keep track. I don't know which number it is now. I'll figure it out later. Um, we're going to talk about cameras today. A little bit little bit of talk about cameras because uh, I just got a new camera. I'm holding it up right here. If you're on YouTube, you can see this camera. Um, so this is this is the uh, Olympus uh, Tough TG5. Okay. To give you uh, a rundown. Actually, hold on. I'm going to pause this. Okay, we're back now. Um, I never paused the podcast before. Oh, my camera angle's a little bit low. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I realized that I could uh, better this uh, the quality of this podcast by uh, getting some of the stuff I'm going to talk about so I could actually show you for the guys that are uh, on YouTube. So, um, uh, should I move the camera? I'm going to move the camera up a little. So here we go. Yeah, the camera podcast. So I figured I'll just... For, for the sake of content, you know, I figured I'd just run down the list of, of all the cameras I had just to get to the point with the new camera I got. Um, I first started shooting 35mm film um, back in the day. Um, I don't know how old I was. I was in high school, so and I was probably... It was before I rode, so I guess when I was 15. No, that's when I started right around the same time. So I started th shooting 35mm film when I was 15. My first camera was actually a Minolta Um old camera and it worked for a while and then eventually I came across this uh oh fuck oops I mean shoot I came across this uh here this is a Canon AE1 35mm uh film camera uh yeah this I actually had two of these I came across one that was old and beat up and then I was going to a um a Goodwill actually in uh outside of um where was I? I was going to Philly to ride, and there's this big Goodwill out just past the Maple Shade Skate Park, and they had a, a camera bag. I was like, "What's in that camera bag?" And it was this Canon AE1 film camera with a uh, 35 to 70 lens and a 70 to 300 lens, I believe. Um, and like, it was just like a dope kit, all brand new. So I bought it for like 40 bucks. I shot on that for a while. Then I got into well, I, also I went to college. For photography, did all the darkroom stuff and the prints and some and um, uh, what do I call it projects. Uh, I did uh, special projects, individual projects, individual study, private study. What's the word? Independent study. Yeah, I did some independent study photography stuff where I did these photo series and everything. Uh, then I got did into digital. I had a Nikon D40, which was the second generation of Nikon digital cameras after the D. 50 and 90 they made the 40 and the 80 um i shot on that for years uh the nikon d40 had this weird thing where the um flash sync was really high so it was great for action off camera lighting action shots so i used that forever and ever and ever and ever and, ever. and then around that same time as far as film goes we were shooting on this i'm holding up now this is a um 
a Sony uh, TRV140. So this is actually Joe Camparelli's camera from back in the day. That some, for some reason, I ended up with it. So this is a high eight camera. You know, this screen on the camera is like, God, this thing's like maybe, maybe two inches, two inch screen. This is standard definition. This is high eight tape. This is not even mini DV8, mini DV yet. This is just a high eight camera. Uh, we had a baby death lens on this. And this is what our first D, first DVD was made. Um, and a couple other edits, but that was, um, what was the video called? Um, it was called Gutterats Pull the Trigger. It's on YouTube. The audio is off, and it's super low resolution, but it exists. Um, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> Old school camera, dude. It's so washed out. Low res. It looks like crap. <clears throat> then uh, various friends of mine had VXs, uh, usually 2100s, sometimes 2000s. Joe had a 2000. Paglis had a 21. So then from that point on, we shot a lot of our content on... Uh, you know the the VX the Sony VX you know the camera which is it's good but it's not great then I purchased this this is my baby right here this thing right here you can't if you're if you're listening this is me hugging this camera shout out Brett for te for te shout, out, shout out Brett Taco for telling me that the Panasonic cameras were better than the Sony's because they are the VX is like the VX is this iconic camera that everyone just thinks is good without actually subjectively thinking about why it's good. It's exactly like how um, people just say Led Zeppelin's good without actually listening to it with any uh, uh, any objective opinion about it. They're like, oh, it's great, so it's great. And I'm not saying Led Zeppelin isn't good. I'm just saying a lot of things are just presumed to be good, and you never look at it like with a blank slate and analyze it yourself. You're like, this is just great. So I got this. This is a DVX 100B. I love this camera. I did a ton of video projects on this camera. I, this was my first. Like I traded in my original. I bought a um, a Nikon D5000 for a minute. And I didn't like it. So I traded that plus a couple hundred bucks for this guy. This camera is my... I had the death lens. Not the death lens. It's the Upteka. Basically a death lens for this. And I love this camera. It's got... It's... It's a great camera. Look at the size of this thing. You, you kids have any idea what it's like filming with a camera this big? How big a camera bag you got to carry around? I was doing photo and video. So I was carrying around a, a, a rig that had a video camera, picture camera, lenses, four flashes, and a wireless kit. That, that was my life. Oh, the good old days. Back with, I was, I did, I got some published stuff with my photo stuff. Um, with my Nikon D40. I was in Ride BMX a few times. Um, yeah. Moving along into... Uh, I guess it's worth noting that this um, Panasonic DVX100 was a mini DV tape. It, I, at this point in time, I had upgraded from high 8 to mini DV. Uh, this camera, the, they, the DVX does not shoot HD. It's pre-HD. It's 480. But... It uh, it looked good. It looked really good. The colors are better than the VX by a lot. The audio was way better than the VX. The, the adjustability was better. The scene files, like you could just get some really cool looks out of this camera. Yeah, and then <clears throat> then I uh, I upgraded. I actually got a 
you can't, I can't show you that camera because what I'm filming with now, I got a Sony, uh, Sony, I'm sorry, I got a Panasonic HPX 170. So that would be the next generation of the DVX. So there's the DVX, then they came out the HPX, uh, I think it's the HPX 250, and then the HPX 170. The HPX 170 is a hard drive camera, solid state hard drive camera, P2 card. The HPX 250 or 200 that was between the, the DVX and the HPX did uh, mini DV tape and P2 card, so you could do both mediums. The HPX was, was full hard drive. Uh, and hard drive cameras are great. The P2 system is not great, but it's better than shooting on tapes. If anyone's anyone in this has ever shot on tapes, you know, when you shoot on tape, you got to capture the footage. It's like a whole process. It makes editing, like, you kids don't realize how easy it is to just shoot on your f camera and then put it on, a, on Instagram. You don't, the process was massive. And I could talk about that later to get more in depth into that, but this is just about cameras specifically. So shifting back to the video realm, uh, well, I probably should, no, man, botched that transition, whatever. Stay, sticking with the video realm, I got this HPX 170. Um, I, I sh first thing I shot on it was uh, Jaden's uh, edit, uh, Jaden Mucha. That was, um, he was riding the red bike then. Uh, it was to an Aussie song. I think it's on Kink's, um, Kink's YouTube channel. You could probably find that. Um, all the other stuff I shot, all the videos I've shot, pretty much all of them are on the Breaking Free Skate Park YouTube. There's a channel called, I think it's called the BFS Breaking Free BMX Archives. It has all my old content, all my old DVDs and edits I've made. And I think most of them in the description will say which camera it was shot with. The nice thing about the HPX and the DVX is they're like really identical looking. The ergonomics are similar, but better. The button placements are all the same. A lot of the same features. The scene files actually can save and swap them over. Um, one cool thing about the HPX is I did a, there's a hack, a time-lapse hack. There's actually, in the back of the camera here, if you're on YouTube, there's a slot for an SD card. You have these scene files on the camera with all these specific settings, and you could tweak all this stuff. And then you could it saves it in like a text, a plain text document, right? You could take the plain text document on a... On a um, computer and where it goes frame rate you can change the camera's frame rate to one frame a second or two frames a second normally a video you're shooting film film look is like 24 frames a second traditional is uh, 30 frames a second uh 60 frames looks a little bit smoother 30 or 60 is up to you and then like 120 or 240 frames a second is like when you do it super slow motion so when you hack, you take the text document, you change the frame rate to two frames per second, you put it back in the camera, you upload the scene file, and you actually can trick the HPX digitally into shooting a setting that never existed on the camera, and then you could do time lapses. So if you were to go on YouTube and look up um, Breaking Free 7, 7 in Roman numerals, VXXX, no, VII, I think we premiered that on the come up. I think it was on the come up. Uh, the intro to that video, there's time-lapse stuff in there, and that was shot on the HPX. So, that's cool. Shifting back to photo, I upgraded my rig right here. This is uh, probably, also I'd say this is my baby. This is a uh, Nikon D750. This is a uh, full frame, like 24 megapixels. This is a, a, a legit camera. A 24 megapixel camera is massive. Like, the image size is just gigantic. Um, you could shoot really high res, really big photos. It's great. I bought that camera shortly after my father had passed away. It was like the only thing I actually bought. Like, 
I wouldn't say it was an impulsive buy, but it was the only like big purchase I made. And I bought that because I went on a trip to Honduras with uh, Brett Taco uh, and this group called Learn Every Day where we, we um, were working on a documentary. Uh, we visit all these orphanages and stuff. And uh, I'm not going to get into that now, but I basically bought that camera rig for there. Right now, the lens on this camera is a uh, it's a really great old glass. It's actually not... The reviews of this lens aren't great, but it, I like it. It's a, a 135 millimeter uh, 2.8. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, at Narwrench, I went out the other day and I shot with it out on the pier. And, and so if you want to see that that lens on that camera, there's a photo of the, of the ice on the pier I shot. Uh, and the stock kit lens I got was like a 24 to... 24 to 120 or something that Redbeard told me to get. Shout out Redbeard. He actually, Redbeard used to live in this room. Um, great kit lens. Really versatile. <clears throat> a lot of options. But th the price of the full frame camera is, you know, the full frame camera offers a lot and the price reflects that. If you're not shooting to print anything large, there's really no reason to use a full frame camera really at all. So moving on to the camera I got uh, today, now that we're 10 minutes into this podcast. I wanted to get, if anyone, any of you guys know me, I ride like crazy. A lot of ro uh, mountain biking and stuff, and I love taking pictures of my bike. If you go to my Instagram, there's a highlight. The Instagram story highlights is all these pictures of my bike. It's all iPhone stuff. Um, and I wanted to uh, I wanted to upgrade my ability to take, you know, better photos so some you know, ability to adjust some of the photo settings <laughs> and I wanted to take better pictures of everything you know just to document my life and everything for my um, second podcast wrench life uh, I also have a wrench life Instagram at wrench your life life with a Y all the wrench life stuff's with a Y and it's wrench life with a Y dot com so it's kind of based on lifestyle stuff and mental health stuff so I wanted to document what I do all the time in better quality. So initially I, I was thinking to get like a small mirrorless camera, like a Sony or something. And I realized I needed something more rugged. And then I came across uh, this guy. This is the, like I said, this, the Olympus uh, Tough TG5. So this is a camera that can keep up with my lifestyle. <laughs> I'm, I'm not like, they're not paying me to plug this. I haven't really tested it a whole lot, so I can't really get, get too deep into the performance of the camera but this camera is uh, shockproof up to seven feet so if i were to drop it while riding it's going to be okay it's actually waterproof to 50 feet not like i'm going to do any diving or anything but it's pretty remarkable this little camera which is about the size of two iphone fours on top of each other it's small it's compact it's super durable if i'm out riding mountain biking and i get caught in the rain or it gets muddy i don't got to worry about it it's not going to break I think that's just freaking awesome. I mean, this is probably even good for shooting video. Uh, it it kind of like, I would say it's like three quarters of a GoPro. It shoots um, 4K at 60 frames a second. No, 4K, sorry. It shoots 4K at 30 frames a second. Uh, it shoots full HD 1080 at 120 or 60 frames a second. And it has some image stabilization built into it because it, it takes the... Um, 1080 image out of the 4k sensor and it shoots 720 but who will shoot 720 anymore so this camera it's great because you can do photo you can do video it's super durable i don't gotta worry about it breaking i went out yesterday um shot some stuff i posted that on my instagram it's probably gone because it's all a story but um 
so far I'm pretty pumped on it. It's not as adjustable and, and great as, as a full frame camera or even like a decent DSLR or a mirrorless camera, but it fits the bill. Uh, I'm kind of pumped to shoot some uh, mountain bike stuff because it's waterproof. I kind of want to like splash it, like get, get it muddy and stuff and just utilize that. You know, those are some things you don't really see in video a whole lot because people don't want their nice cameras to get screwed up. So, uh, yeah, if you follow me on Instagram at Narwrench, I'll probably be posting pictures with this camera. I'll probably do a more, I might give you a more thorough analysis of, of the performance of the camera once I've, I've used it more, but it's pretty dope. I mean, it still has a camera feel to it. The, the problem with the GoPro, and we have a GoPro 7 at the skate park, is it doesn't really have a camera you feel. It's not, it does pictures, but it's not super, like, camera-esque. You know, you want to have that, you want to pre press down the button, it gets the focus, you know. I'm pretty pumped on this, though. Um, I'll have it at the skate park. Uh, so if any of you guys want to see this camera and you're interested in this camera, the Olympus TG5, just bring it up, ask me about it. My goal is to pretty much keep this camera in my fanny pack or on me all the time just so I can kind of have more of a photo photojournalism effect in my life so people that are following uh, the skate park and the podcast and the brands that we're doing, you know, just a little more insight to what's happening on a daily basis. Um, here's here's a, an example of why this camera's dope. Uh, this morning I went for a run, and I don't really know how far I ran because my phone died. It was so cold out, the phone, the battery can't handle it. This camera is actually rated, I think, 10 degrees or 15 degrees. So it, it, it can it can stay on and not just shut off in the cold, which is a great feature because a lot of electronics can't do that. And I'm about to go ride today. It's uh, snowing. We're supposed to get... Uh, I'm recording this on... on uh, what's today? Wednesday? It's Wednesday. So we're supposed to get like six inches of snow. Probably already got about an inch on the ground now. I'm going to go mountain bike in the snow and I'm so pumped to take some photos and some video like in the snowstorm and like not have to worry about the camera like shutting off or or getting wet or ruined so look out for that i'm really just trying to this this camera fits my lifestyle it's like it it can handle so much more than i can throw at it so that entices me to try to throw throw stuff at it you know so I'm gonna go out there today, and I'm gonna I'm gonna walk the walk, and I'm gonna talk talk, and I'm gonna shred the gnar. That's the sign off. So that means we're done here. Another longer one. Uh, let me know if you're feeling the longer format, or if you would prefer a shorter format. Again, like the last podcast, I want this to be what you like. Wrench is here for you, bro. For you. Uh, yeah, so sip of coffee. I'm gonna go gear up, hit the road. This podcast is over. <laughs>